I always wanted to like I hadn't I remember before getting into this podcast I wanted to do a podcast where I literally legit just spoke about shitting shooting the shit Hey, this is Sazid. Welcome to the Class Clown Podcast. I'm joined by Marino. Hey, guys. What's up? How's it going today, man? I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm good. Finally. We finally did we f- it. We finally started the we podcast. We finally decided to join forces. I'm happy about that, though. For real. Yeah, we've been saying it since uh, since the start. Like, that's that we've, you know, that if we would join forces like this, we'd be able to make something gold. And I think we do have gold on our hands over oh, here. Oh, for sure, man. Um, I think for the, the listeners, they don't know who we are or how we met and everything. So I think we should just, you know, give them a little uh, background story, you know, for uh, yeah, okay. who we are, how we met. And uh, we'll take it from there, man. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I'm a high school teacher. That's what I got going on. That's the main career that I have. Okay. High school teacher. It's been about a year, so I'm still new. And I'm doing this podcast, and uh, that's that's about the the bulk of what's going on in my life right now. What about you? Okay, well, uh, me, I got the podcast going on at the moment. Uh, besides yes. that, I just go to school um, and aspiring stand-up comedian. Sick, Yeah, man. man. Sick. You know what? And we've even talked about this. I also want to try stand-up well, one I've, day. I'm, I think I've been, I'm sure other people have told you, but I know for a fact that I'm encouraging you to do it because you just have that natural <laughs> sense of humor. Yeah, that and like the stage fright. Like as a teacher, I don't have stage fright, you know? Like Oh it's... man. I okay, so me and stage fright, the way it works is like the first time I had it each time, but the first time I got away with it because I proceeded with another joke. The second time it was a joke that I usually don't make, like you know, dark yeah. humor. Um but it, it's like I didn't forget my script, but the more I, the deeper I got into the joke, the the more people were just like, "It's not for you, man." <laughs> it just a downward spiral, the snowball effect. Exactly. Yeah, but it's all good. You also have that natural humor and like those one-liners and those comments out of nowhere that just make me die. <laughs> um, but maybe let's talk about um, let's talk about how we met. Like, how did this all start? It all started, and we won't name companies because you know we're not trying to get sued. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it all started, we worked for a shitty ass, we'll, we'll call it a bank. I mean, that's not bad. We, yeah. we worked for a call center at a bank. And uh, <laughs> one day before my probation ends, I get fired. But uh, we met during training. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think it was... So training, that was sick. The training was sick. Yeah. We sat next, we ended up sitting next to I each other. I think it was after the third day. Because I remember the first two days, I used to sit all the way in the back. Yeah. And then you sat like second row, right? Yeah, I, that seat that I sat on the first day, I'd never left that yeah. seat. So um, I saw you, because we had to introduce ourselves during training. And then yeah. I was like, oh, this guy's weird as shit. <laughs> <laughs> what was it that you found weird? Yeah, I thought you were a dad, bro. I was like, what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, oh, so man. and then and it also looked like you and uh, our good friend Richie, man. <laughs> you yeah, get... my good friend Richie. Yeah, I was sitting next to him, you know, just just talking about the UFC fights. Yo, the mixed martial arts, <laughs> man. You know, I gotta get a boxing. But like, yo, it, it was like you guys had this weird bromance from the get go. I was like, oh, yo, these people are weird as hell. And then third or second day, someone steals my spot, and I'm like fuck man like and the only like, spot oh, i sit next to this yeah, fucker the only spot that's available is you and then i see you like turning around looking at me and i'm just like oh, fuck 
<laughs> Lo and behold, I've met one of the funniest people in my whole life. We get along. We have the same fat ass taste in food, dumb ass sense in humor, and you know, I decided here we go, uh, man. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was perfect. I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if you heard it. I just ripped two like major farts major while farts. you were saying that. <laughs> Beautiful. That's why I'm no, you gotta have another mic set up right on your ass crack. Like this, we can pick up. On yeah, the, I gotta get a the fart ASMR cam. sounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's an amazing st- i love that story though that's why i wanted you to tell it it's so funny it's like you would never think that's why like not to sound cliche but don't judge a book by its cover you know i look like a big goof and you're like who's this clown but next thing you know like it's a clown that you'd get along with <laughs> the thing is um i'm i'm a goofball too but the thing is when it came to work i was like no i can't i can't show that but then i have a- yeah but we have there's ways yeah. you know you gotta i always tell the kids at school there's you gotta know your crowd like that's the biggest thing even in, in comedy in general like we learned quickly that the person who was facilitating our training was super chill right like we were able to joke around with him yeah. that's why we were able to make jokes here and there and that's how we got into it but like if it was some super serious bank person who was like you know one of those sticklers and you can't laugh you can't breathe then <laughs> like would have been different well, it's like buddy we, we start at the bottom of the 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 bottom of the the ladder we we start in customer yeah. service why you got to be such a stickler about everything no exactly you know and uh, we both know that we had those at uh, that establishment oh, yeah, we, did. we did but yeah. i get it like you have to like maintain some form of professionality but like at the same time it's like they knew going in that at least me because i made it clear from the beginning that i'm a student they knew that this like this wasn't the end game for me yeah no for sure i think i even told them like hey i'm not planning on staying here long term oh, you did? um i'm pretty sure i said it I'm, i mean maybe not straight up like that because i feel like if you go into a job interview like that they'd be like all right buddy well yeah take care I bullshit. I was like, but i remember yeah i was just like yo uh after i graduate i'm gonna definitely move up that ladder I'm like okay perfect yeah well me they were like it was especially our manager uh who kept telling me you know how do you see your future here at this company i'm like i don't see a future (laughs) at this company like i have other plans like at this point i knew i wanted to become a teacher i was just in between degrees like i had finished my bachelor's degree um in history and then i was going into my master's for teaching but there was like a six month period where i had no school but like i didn't want to sit around and do nothing so that's why I got that job because my ex-girlfriend worked there. She got me in. The money was good. I figured for six months, why not make some good money? And I did make good money. Yeah. So why not? You know, but I hated every second oh of it. My. Worst six months well, of my okay, life. The first two weeks were amazing. Ooh. Oh, of Actually, course. The training weeks, was great. Because we had one week on four. The, even that one week on four was hilarious. Because mm-hmm, we used mm-hmm. to just pair up with people and just sit down next to them and listen in on their calls. And we yeah, had yeah, to take for sure. Notes. That was chill. And yeah. I was notoriously known for sleeping during class. Yes, I remember that. I've kicked your chair so many times. You wouldn't even wake up. And like, it wasn't a light tap. Like, I would like drop kick your chair. Like, you would literally, this was, you were sleeping like this and you would literally like, like a ragdoll. I'd ragdoll you and you wouldn't wake up. Yo, actually, uh, even during the listening ins, I used to fall asleep during the calls. And then like, like, you know, like the more superior managers would walk up and be like, uh yo uh because they didn't know my name but they tapped me and i'd be like huh <laughs> yeah he'd be like, yeah i'm sleeping man <laughs> yo like, chill bro i'm just trying to catch what you're saying fam <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man no but I, I actually fucking hated that job i don't i think after that i had another call center job and yeah. then after that it was like gate like i'm out of the game i cannot do call centers anymore i feel like customers no no i'm done bro never again yeah never again like i still do think and i say it even to my students everyone should work a customer service job once in their life you learn a lot but like do it once and then don't do it again don't get stuck there yeah no because do it i mean do it learn from it but don't stay don't stay the there. only the only option i see of you getting stuck there is like if it's your last option to put food on the yeah like table you know exactly like and we met people at when we were working there that like i i knew a, a few people who were in other departments like some people who older people who had been there for years but like you know immigrants and like that's so they know how they just speak well in in english and french and that's how they put food on the table fine like i respect yeah. that 
I respect the hustle because I don't know how they do it. But like, if you have options, don't get stuck because the money's good and you'll be tempted to stay. But don't. The money's good, but like, w- when you look at it, like how draining it is of a job, then you're like, I need to get paid way more. But there's no amount of money that will make me be able to stay at that job, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. Totally agree. But anyway, I know uh, you had a question to ask me and you wanted to keep yes, it a surprise. Okay. So this is, yes, I've been waiting to ask this question for a while, okay? Because my friends roast me for it. As you know, I recently purchased a condo. I'm moving in Congratulations. soon. Congratulations. I've bought, thank you, thank you. I. So I did buy some furniture, but the first, first thing that I bought, the first thing that I received is a bidet. Oh, beautiful. All right. Attached like the the ones that attach to your toilet seat. Is it seat. the one where it's right? like a hose that you like? No, so it's no, no. It's a little nozzle next to the. But you turn it and it's just a thing that shoots. Up your ass. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you shout out the... to uh, I think it's called My Tushy. If they want to sponsor us, I'm, I'm super <laughs> down. Wait, let me see. It's called. Hold up, I'm looking it up right now. It's uh, Hello Tushy. How's the installation they, of that? Is it easy? So super simple. I mean, I haven't installed it yet because I didn't move in yet. But it's apparently like they, they there's a little video on the website before you order it. It's literally a 10 second video. You take off your toilet seat. You put that on. You screw your toilet seat back on. It comes with a separate tube. It's like an extension of the tube that connects from the water main to your but toilet. That's the part I'm and you just connect it to that. How do you connect that? It comes with a tube, like an no, extension, that, tube, like almost like a double-headed you, where, tube. Where, where do you connect that tube, though? Like you said, to the water to, thing, but how do you connect that to the water thing? Is my question. So in the back of your toilet, there's like these little tubes that go into the yeah. water main. I don't know what the technical. If plumbers are listening, they're they're gonna hate me. But you disconnect that tube in the back of your so you toilet. Gotta close your water pressure first, like the the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then, if not, you take yeah. out the tube. Like you take out the, the hose water and you gotta close the water line first, and then you take it. Yeah, okay, okay. exactly. And then, uh, and then you just hook it up, and that's it. It's super simple. Um, so, anyways, my question that I'm gonna ask you: Yay or nay? Are bidets a good idea or not? It's a it's a big yay. Were you kidding me? Okay, so coming from an immigrant family, right? <laughs> I have to use the fucking milk carton. <laughs> well, it's a jug. You know, like the, the jugs of that you take the, the, the plastic milk bags and you put it in? Yeah. Okay, so I take that jug. I fill it in with water and soap every fucking time I shit. And it's a process, but I do it because I want a clean ass. I'm not like those there kids that have skid marks on my underwear, unfortunately, you know? <laughs> then I gotta fucking put one hand into my ass while, like, you know, wiping like this, and then the other one I have yeah. to hold the shit. And it's like it's a process. And I, I sometimes I'm just like, yo, I really just feel like wiping and I'm like going, but something in me just stops me. So yes, yeah, so a bidet, big yes. Okay, good. I'm I'm happy you agree with me because a lot of people don't. They're like, what's the point? Just wipe your ass like a normal person. Uh, but the thing is, I always say it, and they say it. The hello tushy people say it. Um, they have like customer reviews and like I think the person who started the company is interviewed and he's like yo let's say you're walking around bird shits on your hand are you just gonna wipe it off with paper and I eat from it no <laughs> yeah no exactly like no you're gonna clean it with soap yeah. like how come we wash our hands with water and soap but like when you take a shit you just use dry paper that doesn't make sense well it's because people think like, oh I don't use my ass to eat but it's still like a lot of bacteria buildup that happens out there and well, like, yeah, and then not only that, but like, bro, who wants to walk around with a dirty yo, ass? Mud butt. You ever heard of that? Yeah. I don't want mud butt. <laughs> you, know, you know what's the dirt? You can really tell how how clean someone is during like those, especially in Montreal, the hot, humid summers. If like their yeah. crotchal area is really stinking, like, you know, like the ass to like dick area. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Yo, I remember once I was in the public transport, like the metro and... um. <laughs> This, it was like a humid day that day, and it's uh, the metro stops at Guy Concordia, which is the hottest, disgusting, the hottest metro in the whole entire like line, right? Yeah, it's great. So this guy comes in, he's not a bum or anything, he's a regular dude, sits down right next to me, like you know, lean back and everything, and then I smell like, oh yo, did someone take a shit? And I make this face, you know, sniffing. <laughs> Dude, it, sm- it smelled like dude did not wipe his ass. 
for sure, but that's probably what it was. Yeah, probably. Like, he just probably okay. He probably wiped his ass, but not even until all the 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 shit came off. You know, he just did like a one-two wipe. That's it. Exactly. Plus, the thing with that too, if you do that, bro, you're going through a whole roll of toilet paper before it's completely clean. Like, I don't know about you, like if you take a dirty ass, like you know, a dirty ass yeah. shit, like it's gonna take a while oh, yeah. before it's Ooh. clean. Like, bro, I. Uh, I don't have time for that. Ooh. Like the bidet, I find it simple. Like I would turn on the nozzle, it'll just spray, clean it. I'll wipe twice to get rid of the, like the excess water and then that's yeah. it. No, it's beautiful. You know what they should install in the bidets is like a dryer. That Well, there you could get, they do sell toilets that have it built in, but oh, like, wait. bro, now you're talking like 5K for a toilet. Oh yeah? But yo, there's yeah. a dryer. Bro. So you literally yeah, sit down and shit and press some buttons and you're done. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yo, I hope this podcast pops off so I can get some money to buy that 5K toilet. Me too. I hope we get sponsored by them because yeah. I ordered the one that doesn't have the hot water. <laughs> so it's just like cool. <laughs> so I want them to send me the, the crazy one with the hot water and yeah, the dryer. So uh, my mom's bathroom, there's like a bidet. And, uh, yeah. But it's like the hose. So, you know, it's like it's a, like an attached hose thing. And it's yeah. not like a thing that shoots. Like you have to take the hose and then like insert it. Like it's like how can you, it's like a it's like a garden hose kind of looking situation. And you just yeah, yeah I've seen yeah. it. It almost looks like a shower exactly. head, like a mini shower exactly. head. Exactly. But that one yeah, yeah, too, I've it's only cold water. So every time I use it, I'm like crying a bit. Except yeah. for the is it that bad though? Well, it's because it's hard to control the pressure. So imagine like a of an ice jet stream shooting up your butthole <laughs> when it's like those cold winter nights you know even if the heating's yeah, on a blast yeah. at home it's like it, you won't take a cold shower right yeah true. yeah it's like a cold shower for your ass during the winter okay i see i understand maybe i should return this one and i mean try one it do you have <laughs> do you have a like is there a policy that you can try it out and then if you're not happy return it i don't I know i'm gonna it. look into it, it. <laughs> Yeah, probably not. I'd have to return it. Like, it's still in the box, so it's not too late for me to return it. But um, we'll see. But, yeah, man. But a lot of people, like, I was surprised at how many people were against it when I told them about it. Like, yo, they're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, what do you mean what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? Like, how do you think this is a bad idea? It's like the same people that make fun of you for playing baby powder on your, your crotch during the summers. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want exactly. my shit stinking up. Well, yeah, exactly. And it feels nice and it makes my skin nice. Like, why Why not? I don't understand. They say, bro, like, what are you, a baby? What do you mean? It doesn't make any sense. Another discussion, okay? Yeah, yeah. Let's say, for example, like, because I, I feel like there's some people, I don't know, a lot of guys I know, it's like this pride thing of like, you know, we're grown men. Oh. We shouldn't be doing baby stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. So like, f here's an example, okay? You know how there's a recent like hype up of Pokemon cards? again and they're like worth so much again? money well yeah in the past like past year or so like it's been a big okay, thing I like you know that. how like logan paul and stuff they're opening packs of pokemon cards they get really rare ones and they can sell for like thousands of dollars on ebay no fucking way i gotta get on that shit yeah well that's the thing so now it's a big thing now if you have especially if you have like first edition old school pokemon cards like there's a specific charizard card yeah. That's worth like you can get like twenty five k from it. No fucking way. Uh, from a Pokemon card. Yeah, they're super collectible. Me, I was doing the Yu Gi Oh ones growing up. Not gonna lie, I, I wasn't. Uh, me too. I, I had a collection of both though. I was a big fan of both. Okay, but go on. But so yeah, so basically, I know people who are like, no, I would never spend my money on that. But I'm like, it's not about spending your money on that. If let's say I sell you, you a card, I tell you shit. this card in a year. You can sell it for triple what you paid it. You're not gonna buy it just because it's a Pokemon card and Pokemon is a kid's thing. Yeah, but yo, it's like the same people who collect sneakers, and then like exactly. But see that the the, the person I have in mind told me, um, I'm not some kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but you're still gonna make money off of it. You're not doing it for the aspect of uh, like the childhood. I mean, unless if. You're really in it for the like the Pokemon more power to you, but like you're not doing it in the childish aspect. You're doing it to make money. So how is that yeah. you being a kid? I have yeah, a friend know, like man. that, man. Um, he's like my like he he's my 
I've known him forever, and he's also like a trainer, and yeah, he okay. trains me a lot. He's really good. Um, but <laughs> this guy's like, oh my god, you still live with your parents? Oh, you're such a child. You know, you have to put yourself out of your comfort zone. All this, blah blah. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm I'm not gonna get like. I remember we went to uh, a bar, and I wasn't drinking that night, so I ordered a juice. And he's like, a juice? Really, a juice? Are you a child? He's <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's one of those manly men. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah. I don't get that. Like, get get over it, bro. Like, get over it. Or yourself. else, another one is uh, it's funny. Uh, the the guys who take care of themselves in the sense like they get manicures, pedicures, whatever, or like they go to the barber shop like every two weeks or a week, and then they take extra time, you know, showering or brushing their teeth, whatever. And then their friends are like, "What are you, a girl?" <laughs> yeah, well, sorry, sorry for being hygienic. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sorry it for taking care of sense. myself. But no, I mean, yeah, exactly. It's, I find nah, it weird. It I find it weird. I feel like you know, like the men are not supposed to be these like uh, Neanderthals. You yeah, know, exactly. We, we have... You know what I think? I think we both think like that because we have the immigrant mentality. No, but my mom thinks like, "Yo, why are you taking like fifteen minutes to do your nails?" I'm like, "Because." <laughs> I want to. For real, your mom thinks. Well, that? my mom's like, "Yo, you're a man. <laughs> like, men just clip their nails. That's it." I'm like, "But I want to make sure they they look good." They're like, "You're a fucking man. You don't need to do that shit." And I'm like, "But like, they're not gonna look good, you know? <laughs> like, what do you want?" <laughs> then if I go out on a date, the girl's gonna be like, "Oh, this guy doesn't take care of himself." Yeah, exactly, bro. Dirty nails are gross. I cut my nails once a week. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I mean, my mom would lose her shit if my nails were... Well, she wouldn't lose her shit, but she would be like, yo, you should clean your hands. But, like, the fact that I go out of my way to, like, shape them up and everything. Yeah, okay, so you file nails? Yeah, I file my nails. I get rid of the cuticle. So that takes me, like, 15 minutes. Okay, She's like, I do the same thing, though, because then it's not smooth. They're sharp. I like when they're all equal. Yeah, and also, like, you know, like, kind of round it up. Yeah, like exactly. Yo, are we gay? I mean, fuck it, bro. This is what me. <laughs> <laughs> I think what we are, we're metrosexual. <laughs> oh man, nothing against gay people. I'm not saying just gay people um, <laughs> take care of themselves, but I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of my buddies would hear this and be like, "Yo, man, you're like, <laughs> you good? You're gay." <laughs> yeah. Hey, bud. <laughs> yeah, hey, bud. Like, listen, it's all good, but like. I suck some dick no, man, I, I strongly believe in in taking care of yourself like nah me too man like honestly take that extra time you know uh floss your teeth after every meal uh brush your tongue uh do your nails you know but like because i'm fucking shaking your hands imagine okay imagine this you're at work some guy he's he's the guy that just wipes you know so he takes a massive yeah. doobski uh <laughs> he takes a massive dump skis in the in the bathroom and then, like, he wipes, and because he has long, dirty nails, like, some fecal matter is in his nails, and then he goes to shake your hand. Imagine, and then you have to use those hands to, like, eat. How would you feel about that? Yeah, no, that's disgusting. Fucking disgusting. That's disgusting. But, yeah. You know what's interesting? I noticed at school, I don't know why, I don't know if this is a thing. I teach grade 8, sec 2, so this they're 13 grade going eight. on 14. <clears throat> and... A lot of the guys in the class have really long nails. Is it the the long pinky nail? No, like their whole hand. Like I think they just don't cut their nails or like they wait way too long before cutting their nails. Like I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. Even the guys, huh? Yeah. It's like, it, it's, I, I, I even told the kid once, I'm like, hey, why are your nails so long? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I just didn't cut them. I'm like, I felt like I they didn't want to insult coke? him. I was just like, bro, what are you, what are you waiting for? <laughs> he started doing coke or what? <laughs> I don't know. Who, you know what? Anything's possible, man. The shit that happens sometimes at our school. Um, it's a great school, but it's typical high school stuff. Like high is school it kids public or shit. is it private? It's a public school. And it's an English it's a public, school, Big right? public school. Is it English? Yeah, it's an English school. Okay. Um, so you have all of the uh, South Shore um, English kids coming in? Not all of them because we're not the only English school. Um, there's three English, no, four English high, in, public English high schools on the South Shore. Um, there's us, and we have like about a little over a thousand kids. There's That's another big. really big one that I worked at last year that had almost two thousand kids. But a thousand kids is considered big. 
Yeah. Oh shit. Well, in the school's heyday, there was like the the building is built is made for like three four thousand okay, kids. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, but there's not that many kids. A lot of kids go to private school now. It's because back in our parents' day, like when my my dad went to the school I work at, when he was there, there was like four thousand kids, but they were all immigrant kids. Like, bro, no one was going to private school. Now a lot more kids go to private school. There's so many more private schools now. It's so much more popular. Okay. So that's why where there's not as many kids in public school. At least I think so. I don't know what exactly the well, reason is why there was three thousand back in the day and there were only at like a thousand three hundred now. But, well, apparently the education board wants to make a student like wants to force students to go into French siege at Tuna. Yeah, they want to bring over that law because to in order for you to go to an English high school, one of your parents has would have had to have to go to an English high school. In Canada. If one of your parents didn't go to English high school, you have to go to French school. They do that on purpose for immigrants. Most immigrants didn't go to English high school. Most immigrants didn't go to school in Canada. That's the main thing. Exactly. And if they went to school elsewhere, obviously it wasn't English school. There's exceptions, but like, bro, and actually, there's probably, I, I'm not sure. I sound completely ignorant, but do a lot of people speak English in Bangladesh? Yeah, it's uh, it's the, the second uh, language. Okay, so they probably have a lot of English schools yeah, there. Yeah, then. and it's all like um, British English school. Okay, right, sense. right. So, so you went to an English school here, right, in Quebec? No, I went to a French one. Because I'm really? an immigrant here, right? Okay, so see, well, exactly. So your parents didn't go to English No, school. they did, but not in Canada. Okay, well, there you go. So that's the law. Yeah, like, so the... So you so can't... And they want to extend that to Sejeps yeah, now. Because the law is that if your parents went to an English high school in Canada, or if you have an older sibling that went to an English high school in Canada, then you can go to an English school, like public school. Yeah. But my parents went to English school in uh, Bangladesh. Okay, right. How about that one? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, now they want to extend it to Sejeps because in Sejeps, this so wasn't the rule. Up. I remember when I started Sejeps, when I was at Champlain, so many French kids. So many French Wait, kids. Champlain is an English school though, right? It's an English Sejeps on the South Shore, yeah. And then all the French kids that went to French high school ended up coming there because they wanted to that was like their loophole of getting an english education, education. Yeah. but were they happy about like were they like they wanted to go because like in my school all the the french french kids wanted to go to like a french siege so we had like Gérald Godin, you know i or mean like, it depends uh, yeah some of them wanted to be there some of them preferred doing school in english uh some of those french kids and a lot of them were like pretty pretty bilingual yeah. um but some of them struggled like i had some kids in my class who were super French that like barely knew how to write an essay they were like what? our teacher's like yeah you need to write a thesis statement and they're like quoi with that thesis man what <laughs> you do with thesis statement Chris <laughs> where you get it's thesis what's a thesis man bunch of tête clocks holy holy shit man <laughs> I'm fucking dead um <laughs> <laughs> What's that thesis? <laughs> what you do it thesis, and then you have that one Indian kid in the kid. Well, how about that one thesis? I don't want to give me the thesis. <laughs> did, did, did you hear that? I just ripped my chair. You ripped it. Is that the lazy boy? No, this isn't the lazy boy. So the thing is, my laptop. It's really weird. I don't know if your laptop does this. You have a MacBook Pro, right? Does it randomly disconnect from your Wi-Fi like every ten minutes? No, I think that's no. Mine does it all the time. So I'm plugged in right now. Like I have an Ethernet cable yeah. um, plugged into my computer. But all times kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's such a pain. Because let's say I'm just in my room chilling on my laptop. It randomly disconnects from the Wi-Fi. But it only does it here at home. So I think it's my Wi-Fi. Yeah, who are you with if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Bell. That's a good Wi-Fi. Should be. Yeah, I don't know, man. Give them a call. Do you have like an old modem or like a new one? It is. It's not the newest one. It is old. And we is. also we don't have fiber. We don't have fiber uh, optics. That doesn't exist in our area. Uh, they said. That's some bullshit. Pricks. Yeah, because I think they're converting everything to fiber optic. Yeah, but it depends where you live. There's certain areas yeah. that aren't optimized for it, Sashford, including is mine. Is considered Montreal or not? No, we're not on the island. Of, we're off the island of Montreal. Okay, but you guys are nearby, though. Yeah, but ah, uh, don't get me. It's not the South Shore. 
uh, that doesn't have it's just our city like in the part of Longay that I live in but like I know a lot of people who live on the south shore that have it but no we're not considered uh, we're not on the island of Montreal okay. so yeah explain to explain to the listeners how it was growing up in the south shore okay so I was actually born and raised in St. Leonard on the east end of Montreal bunch of Italians is it still I moved like to the south shore St. Leonard? Because yeah, I heard that it's not as Italian as it used to be. Now it's like more East Montreal. Yeah, it's not as Italian. It's still very Italian if you go. Like you still have your... Like if you go to one of the... Like you go to like uh, the bars, they call it, Those sports bars there, the cafes. I'm trying to go people to speak Italian. Soon. Yeah, that's it. You go to Milano's, you're going to catch people speaking Italian. But not as much as when I was a kid. When I was a kid, it was all Italian. Now there's a lot of... Um, Oh, a lot of just a mix of everything. Like I can't even think of one race. There's a lot of different races now in Saint Leonard, which is <clears throat> not really. I would say a healthy mix of like Italian and like Middle Eastern. A lot of Middle Easterns. Okay. Um, I don't know exactly where. Like I don't know if they're like, I don't know if they're from Pakistan. I don't know if they're from like I I don't know. Um, but uh, like the Italians from St. Leonard would say, they take it personal, man. I don't know why. I think that mon- the melting pot that Montreal is is a beautiful thing. How like there's so many different cultures. I love that. That's sick. Like I feel like we're so well versed in different cultures because like, bro, I have friends who are Jewish. I have friends who are Muslim. I have friends like from diff- speak different languages, different and backgrounds. I, I think that's it, a beautiful thing. What I love about it is that they don't, uh, there's no like, like what, like all your issues that you have, like your country versus that country. They all leave it like back in their country, and when they come here, it's like, yo, we're all one people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But see, speak to an old school like boomer Italian from Saint Leonard, <laughs> and they're gonna be like, "Bah, these fucking Arabs came in." They're all Arabs. These fucking Arabs. Look at this fucking Arab. This Arab. This Arab. That. Like it sucks. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah, that's Saint Leonard now. Growing up in Saint Leonard for me was a dream. Like I wish I could go back. It, it was fun, man. I had so much fun. So. Started off school, I went to the nuns, they spoke to us, and like we spoke Italian at the nuns, that was my pre-K, um, then I went to Dante school right down the street uh, from the nuns, yeah, super Italian, like it's part of the English Montreal school board, but like it was Italian, like every single kid was Italian, we had like one, fr- I remember, I'll never forget, we had one French in my class, yeah. I was there from grade one to grade three, yeah. or till grade four, I don't remember, um, there was one kid, Sebastien, and another kid, Bilal. Bilal, oh my god. My boy, he was so chill. Bro, Bilal spoke Italian. No fucking way. Where was he from? Uh, I like think Arabic? he was from Pakistan. Oh, no yeah, I think way. he was from Pakistan. And he spoke Italian. Um, <laughs> he spoke not well, not like us. Like we all spoke Italian because at home we'd speak. Most of us grew up at our grandparents. Like, bro, my Did grandparents would come pick Pakistani me up from school. Accent when he was speaking the Italian. no not really it was like but bare minimum you know why because we had italian class bro think of an elementary a public elementary school that had italian class that's how many italians there was there's like mad armenian schools out here where it's like under the um either english school board or french and then they have an armenian like i don't know they have armenian class yeah but see us it wasn't an option like it wasn't an option course like you could no, take no, art no. or you could take italian it's or you mandatory. could take it's part of yeah, the like in my career in my report card there was italian the armenian schools are like that yeah. too there's one oh, look called, at the armenians it's called Hagop some shit forgot oh yeah fucking arabs yeah i'm kidding i'm just imitating a saint leonard uh, yeah, yeah. person so yes so that's how it was growing up at saint leonard everyone was italian so then we moved to the south shore because my dad grew up on the south shore he always had intentions of coming back i grew up on the I, we moved to the south shore when i was like 11 12 and bro the, it was such a culture shock for me like in what sense well i went from being in a school where every single kid was italian to being the only italian kid in the school like i remember my first day of school in Boucherville, I was like, what is this, man? Every kid, all the kids talk like that. <laughs> I'm going outside to play soccer. Like, I'm there with a soccer ball. They're all playing hockey. I said, what kind of stupid shit is this? Like, I'm like, where are the Italian kids? They would call me Chris Italian, Chris d'immigrant. Holy shit, man. How come you talk it English so good? Why you not talk it French? Why you talk it Italian? Like, so... Yeah, it was a culture shock, man. I was getting into fights every single day. Like, I did not like it. How long did it take you to adjust to, like, um, the South Shore? I think, it, like, that first year was rough. But then after, like, the first... 
elementary school. It took that last two years of elementary school. Then in high school, I was chill and I've grown to love the South Shore. What I like about the South Shore is it's just calmer here. Like there's not as much traffic. Um, it's a little peace and quiet from all the, the noise. Yeah. Like when I cross the bridge, like when I'm in town, it's cool. I love Montreal. Don't get me wrong. But then when I come back to the South Shore, I'm like, oh, like I feel like I can breathe. Like I feel like there's a weight lifted off my shoulders. It's not as stressful, but it makes sense. Like it's, there are big cities here. Like the city of Longueuil is like a mini Montreal, but like it's not nearly as busy. Like here, there's no such thing as parking in the street and like little narrow one-way streets. Like there's parking lots everywhere. Like there's plenty of room for everyone. Like it's, okay, so it's like the West Island. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Did you know the West Town is developing like a downtown area? I'm not surprised. Yeah. Smart. And they're and because they're well, they're building uh, trains that are gonna yeah the REM exactly, train that are gonna it's like a 15 minute ride uh, from like let's say Kirkland to down uh, downtown, which by car would be like 25 35 minutes yeah. without traffic, and then with traffic it could be like an hour and a half type thing. And they're connecting it to the South Shore too. Like you can get to the South Shore with those trains too. Like if people, how long does it take to get to downtown the South Shore with those trains? That I don't know. I'm not sure. But just by car, for example, it's not that far. Depending where you live on the South Shore. So there's a couple of accesses that you can get to Montreal from the South Shore. There's the tunnel, La Fontaine Tunnel. But see that if you live in like Brossard, yeah. it's kind of far. There's the Champlain Bridge. Yeah which is like kind of almost in the center. So like a lot of people, everyone's kind of close to the Champlain Bridge. That'll take you straight downtown with no traffic, bro. In 13 minutes by car, you're downtown with no traffic. Yeah, but yo, La Fontaine, isn't that known to have like major traffic all the time? All the time. It's always yeah. jammed. Uh, it's crazy. But the Champlain Bridge is not as bad. It depends. Well, even the tunnel, it depends even what the time. Champlain, but The Champlain Bridge, I'm just like, yo, that, that. every time the radio's on in the morning, it's always like, Oh, Pont Champlain, there's like X amount of traffic, blah, blah. Take this. It depends which way. Getting into town in the morning, because of people who work in town, there's traffic. But like, I know people who live in Montreal that work at the school I'm at, and in the morning when they come to work. Yeah, but that makes sense. It's not that much traffic. That makes sense, because no one's like, well, no one. There's barely any people that it's six in the morning, they're going from Montreal to South Shore. Yeah, exactly. People like most people work in the city. That's why. So it's it's not bad if you live in Montreal and you work yeah. uh, on the South Shore. It's not bad. Yeah. You're always against exactly. Them, so it's perfect. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, so it's 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 not bad. I, I I like I said, I've grown to really like the South Shore. Um, it took time, but I appreciate it now. What's what's a what's a classic day in the South Shore look like for Marine? Like let's say Classic no school, nothing. Like you don't have to go to school, to or you don't have to go to work. You know, you just do what you gotta do. Honestly, the biggest thing here is distant. It's like your um, distant oh, yeah, is like yeah. your uh, Fairview. No, distant is way better than Fairview. You guys have the thing all with distant. It's, it's an outdoor mall. You guys have all the design. Well, all you have designer stores, outlets, right? Yeah, yeah. And some, you guys have, like, so, there are some outlets. Yeah. With like a yeah, there's a bunch of cool bars, restaurants, and this town. There's a huge uh, Cineplex with like the VIP. Like it's cool. it's pretty sick. Yeah, where you legit lay down on a sofa, right? Yeah, yeah. I used to go with my ex girlfriend oh, all the time. It was God. really sick. Um, but a typical day on the South Shore. Um, I don't know, man. There's not much to do here other than yeah, that. It's the same thing. Where um, I come from, but what would you do? Well, what I usually do is I just I have a lot of friends, um, and. So one of my friends has a business. He has a car wash that I also work at sometimes. Yeah. Bro, on my days off sometimes, if I have absolutely nothing to do, I go chill at the car wash. That's wonderful. Yeah, so I chill at the darts. car wash. I help him out. Hack what? a few darts? Oh, yeah, we're hacking darts all day. <laughs> Oi. Yeah, we're just hacking them left and right. Okay, okay. So I'll tell you how. What about you? What's a classic day on the South Shore? <laughs> South, uh, the South Shore. In the West Island. In South Shore, I have no idea. I don't live there. Thank God. <laughs> but West Island, I'll tell you. <laughs> so I'm from a neighborhood called Pierrefonds so when I moved here from New York it was a huge culture shock for me in the sense that uh, one I had to learn a whole new language French Okay. and they wouldn't let me go to English school unless it was private my parents being brown they go fuck that shit bro how about that one <laughs> how about that one the private to public <laughs> school down the street yeah. 
Yeah. So they're like, I save money, you learn new language, it's a win-win situation. You know? Yeah, how about that How about one? that one, Sajid? And I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> Sajid. How about that one, Sajid? You know what's fucked up is my name is Sajid with a, with a Z, right? And my mom decided me to name this. And even my mom to this damn day can't say my name properly. It's like, Sajid. And I'm like, How? <laughs> Sajid. Oh How about that one, Sajid? <laughs> Isn't it supposed to have a J though? It's supposed to, but my mom decided to Traditionally? get Traditionally? Yeah, my mom decided to get creative, you know? So she put a Z instead. Is it purely for creative purposes? It's purely for creative purposes. And she's like, you know, you are the first one in community with that name. And after I did it, I know two people copied me. And now their name Sajid <laughs> too. And I'm like, with a fucking J or with a Z? So like with a Jed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god that's it i love that so much <laughs> two people copy me name their kid sajid and the best part my mom won't call it j or 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 z or z it's jed <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible so what language do you speak at home uh, you don't speak english no right? well i mean with my sister yeah or yeah. like when I'm trying to say something really complex, which is almost never, but like, let's say if I'm trying to explain something about school to my dad, and I just don't yeah. have the words for it, I'll say it in English. But okay. it's, yeah, it's Bengali usually. Okay. Is it similar to, like, what language is it similar to? They say uh, similar to Hindi, because it all comes, okay. like, you know how English and French, well, not English, but like French, Spanish comes from Latin. Yeah. yeah. And then English and German come from Anglo-Saxon or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, Hindi and a bunch of other dialects and Bengali come from Sanskrit, which is like the Latin oh. of East Asia. So it, Sanskrit or Sanjit? <laughs> it's a bit of both, you know. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So That's I had to learn. I had to learn uh, English. I mean, sorry, not English. So I had to learn French, and I was like, "Fuck!" That put me a yeah. lot. Like that was a huge culture shock because I was like, "Shit!" I thought I was gonna sound romantic as fuck and everything, but I just sound like a little Indian boy speaking uh, French. It wasn't cute. It wasn't yeah. attractive. No, exactly. You know? Especially the depending the type of French you look. <laughs> Imagine you learn the kid French, yo, my guy. You check that chat, yo, my guy. There's so nothing up, romantic about that. <laughs> I grew up in the West Island Pierrefonds, right? So it's like a... Yeah. Honestly, it's it's a it's a mix of a bunch of different ethnicities. So yes, you have your white people in the West Island for sure. There's like... Okay, if I were to... If I were to explain the West Island, it's predominantly white. Predominantly. Right? Okay. And it's like the most English part of Montreal besides West Mountain. Shit. And TMR. Yeah. Like right after West yeah, Mountain TMR, it's, it's the West fact. Island. Right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so there's mad white people. There's like, uh, but I live in Pierrefonds, which is like all the ghetto ass Arabs. The yo cat man, yo just the Nick Larazji, yo Magrit, yo yeah, yo reach like I, reach like I. Yo check that chazji, yo Nick. <laughs> yo, yo papa de ma stife comme ça mon gars. Just the Nick Larazji. <laughs> so ugly it's I so ugly it, honestly i used to talk i like it too it's funny yeah. but like it's, it's so ugly. i had like okay so i had my boys uh, my, my best friends right in high school but like sometimes when like for example they were in detention or i was in detention so i couldn't hang out with them i used to hang out with the yeah. arabs i used to speak like that only with them just to fit in you know yeah. like yeah you know check their shoes <laughs> so like <It's- laughs> You check the shoes on you, so and it's like it's uh it's all like Haitian French apparently that they just turned it even more like they turned it fucked up, you know they okay that's what yeah, it so is apparently it derived Jew, from from yeah Haitian. but they they took it and they started saying it like as if it's their own but it's not Arab slang apparently the only shit is like um, and like Walaji all obviously <laughs> that's Arab but like all yeah, the yeah. cat gu um, the other shit is all Haitian, but they they took it and they they act like it's their own, you know. Uh, okay, I didn't know that. So it's all Creole. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. That's oh, why the, the Haitians say it too. And I was like, ah, what? Haitians say that shit too. They're like, yo, it's our, it's our slang that they're taking. I'm like, oh. Your cat, he nous a volé, yo. man. <laughs> He's only kidding, not wrong, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Speaking of that, there's a kid today, this week. Um, so as a teacher, we're... All of us have like certain periods that we don't teach. We're on emergency substitute. So let's say they need a substitute teacher. It's last minute or like there's a teacher that's absent and no subs picked up the job. We're on emergency sub. Yeah. So I had an emergency sub last week, like first period Thursday. I wasn't teaching and they're like, yo, do you mind filling in for this teacher? I'm like, yeah, sure. Extra cash too. Like, why not? You know? Okay. Oh, um, you to, okay. So it's like, is there overtime when you substitute, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, and it's the easiest money I've ever made. I put on a movie and the oh, kids watch the movie. I literally took attendance, put on a movie, sat down enjoyed with the, the kids, movie. watched them. Like it's kids that I knew too. So yeah, like, and you enjoyed the movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. We watched um, Hidden Figures on Disney Plus. Very good movie. Um, oh, now they got Disney Plus and all that shit in uh, high school too. No, no, it was just the teacher I was replacing gave me her account and oh, I logged in and. Way. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I we log into like even Netflix. Like sometimes if I show something on Netflix, I just log into my own account. You guys use a smart board or is it like uh like still the old school TV on the No, no, no. Every single class has a smart board now. Okay. Everything's projected on the smart I know board. Growing now. Up, me in high school, our school was the first public school in the like in our neighborhood to have a smart board. Oh really? Yeah, and then like um other kids from other high schools, like, if they would ever transfer to our school, they'd be like, yo, is this a private school? What the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy how now it's, like, so normal to have yeah. a smart board. And I bet the tech is way better than us growing up. For sure. Well, it's really cool. Like, everything I do, like, it's so seamless now to, like, incorporate videos and audio into lessons. Like, it's it's really cool. Before, like, if a teacher wanted to show you a quick video before, Because we were the hard. first you generation know, of uh, getting smart boards. So yeah, remember, yeah, I remember me too when I was in like my second, my, my, my like last year second last school. year yeah, of high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we were like, oh um, shit. But now it's sick. Like, let's Look say, especially me, when I was teaching boy, history. King of the castle. <laughs> <laughs> but like, especially when I was teaching history, it was so easy to be like, hey, let's say we'd be talking about something, like something that happened. Like, uh, I remember I was teaching grade 10 history and we're talking about uh, the first referendum. Yeah. And, uh, and like, you know, the people in the streets and how like they put up signs and it created this big animosity between English and French. And as imagine as I'm describing it to you, while I'm speaking, I could be like, you know, st- be typing up on the computer, press something and like, see, look, check it out. Like, this is exactly what, what happened. And then they see it. That, yo, I need to, honestly, so. I need to, well, now with the pandemic, it's not possible. But like, I wonder after the pandemic, I can just go back to like my high school during like after hours. And just check it out and shit. For sure. Teachers love when uh, when yeah, graduates gonna, come back. I don't know if they're going to remember me. That's the only thing. They for sure will. There's going to be at least one. There's always a, there's always that teacher that remembers all their students. Yeah. But um, so, for example, something else I like to do, like in my sec one math class, we're learning about statistics and uh, graphs and statistics and why they're important. I'm like stocks are statistics, for example. Yeah. So I'm like, literally, I, they were all like, oh, like the GameStop uh, stock. I'm like, yeah, I literally Googled it, GameStop stock. I put the graph up on the board. I'm like, that's a statistics. We could check in the, that's a statistic. We could check in the last six months. How has the price changed, increased or decreased oh, yeah. for GameStop? And they saw how it was changing live. They saw like, oh, look at that. Six months ago, it was like $20 a share. And now it's like 150. They're like, that's crazy. Yeah, so you think that I'm like, now with all this shit, the kids are going to be more ready for like uh, life after high school? hundred uh, percent. I think schools that uh, hold back from incorporating technology. Actually, there's no sc- schools all yeah. incorporate technology. Maybe more teachers. There's a lot of teachers who hold back from technology oh, and that are against it. For real? Yeah. Why? Well, old school teachers, bro. Uh, old bro, school teachers that this is all new to them. Some shit like that, right? Exactly. They're always like, oh, no, I don't need all this stupid technology, these stupid videos, all this tech stuff. Like... There's so many cool things you can Sorry, do your, in class now. Your kid now, is like, going to end up being incompetent once they graduate from high school if you like, take that away from them. Exactly. But the thing is, I mean, these teachers are rare. The old school teachers that refuse to do technology. And if it's it one teacher that does teacher? it, the kid will have six other teachers that incorporates the technology. But so. isn't it like easier for the teacher too to have technology? It's easy if you know how to use it. 
But like, if you refuse how to use it, and these old school teachers don't know how to use it, then but they don't train you for it. There's no like, I don't know, like a we do have trainings for it, but some of them just refuse. No way, you could do it like that, bro. Like I remember being in a workshop. Like we had to all attend this workshop for Microsoft Teams, and there was a bunch of teachers that were like, "Yo, this is like this is way too complicated. I refuse. Like I'm not using this." How about that? And they would just sit through the workshop. And how about that one? And (laughs) then they never use it. No fucking way. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but I do think yeah, I think it's great that we incorporate technology. I do so many cool things with the kids, especially with history. It's kind of hard with math. There's still cool things you can do with math, but with history is especially cool. Like I would do like um, surveys. There's like these anonymous surveys. Like I'd put a big discussion question on the board, and I'd have people write their opinions on this thing called Padlet, for example. Yeah. So I put the code on the board. You put the code. You go on Padlet dot com you put the code in on your phone and you type your answer to my question on your phone and you send it and it pops up on the projector in front of the class on the smart board what so kids like that are shy that don't want to look like the dumb one can just do that yeah and they can just and it's anonymous you could put your name if you want or you don't have to like the kids who aren't shy put their names and you know i can speak to them directly uh, or I can bring up, it's really sick. I would bring up like, okay, so let's see. I, I'd be like, someone wrote this. Someone wrote that they think that the referendum was unfair. I'm like, okay, why do you guys think it was unfair? Does anyone think it was unfair in here? If, if you do, tell me why. And usually the kids who are less shy will speak up. And then the one whoever typed it, at least he got, you know. Someone's approval. He kind of contrib- he contributed to the discussion low key without anyone even knowing about it, you know. So then your kid gets participation points. Without having to actually... Yeah, I mean, it's I, it's impossible for me to know who... Unless they tell me, it's impossible for me to know. But it's mostly just to keep kids engaged. Like, if let's say you're a really shy, quiet kid, but people in the class are discussing a point that you made on the board, you'll be paying attention because you made that point, right? Even if you didn't say a word the entire time. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? So there's a lot of cool things you can do. That's just a small example. There's so many other really, really cool things um, that you can do. Okay, good. Well, yeah, I think it's helped a lot. Like I, uh, some of the stuff I wish we had in high school. Yeah, I feel like, like I it think would it's uh, so much more helpful for me to like be engaged in school instead of goofing off. Yeah, exactly. Don't get me wrong; I don't incorporate it in every lesson. Sometimes it's just old school. Here are some notes. Here's the topic. Yeah, this is what it is. But like, class, well, like engaging like that anyway, it's impossible. No, that's it. It just sometimes it doesn't always fit. But I always try and fit it in wherever I can, for sure. Yeah. I think if I was a teacher, the dream would be like. Um, to be like a, a sec one grade seven teacher, as yeah. well as at the same time sec five grade eleven teacher. That would be cool. So like this, you can legit see your kid, like you know, when you first came in high school, and then five years later, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, there's so many teachers that ask. Like, there's a bunch of grade seven teachers this year that are asking to teach grade eight next year, just so they can follow their kids. Yeah. You know. But I wouldn't um, want to follow the kids either through the whole their whole thing, because then it would feel like the kid would be like, "Yo, this is like uh, elementary school." Homework. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes, sometimes the kids want that though. If they have a teacher that they click with really well. Um, What's cool about high school is that, like, ev- like if you really click with a teacher, well, that was the experience for me. Like, they could be your guidance counselor in a sense. Like, you can see them after hours and shit, just shoot the shit with them. Yeah, for sure. A bunch of kids like ask me for. Um, a bunch of kids ask me for advice and shit too. That's it's it's really sick. Yeah, must be pretty rewarding. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's the funnest job I've ever had. No, for sure. Yeah, sick. But uh, no, I was gonna say, <laughs> getting back to the question, a day in the West Island, especially during oh the summer. Oh my god, that's what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, bro, conversation shit. goes far. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> a day in the West Island. Um. Okay, so. Specifically, my area. Um, so we're like a bunch of immigrant kids, right? So what we'll yeah. do is, there's a park. It's like in the area of DVO. So it's like back when I was a kid, I would walk there, which is like ten minutes walk max. Yeah. Now I like when I get the car, I drive there. So it's like one minute to two, and pretty much we go there. We all bring a pack of rigs and we shoot around, play basketball, and smoke rigs at the same time. Yeah, a beautiful thing. It's wonderful. And it's all a bunch of Afghan kids, Arab kids. And uh, you got some Haitians out there. You got some Pakistanis. We're all out there um, just smoking cigarettes <laughs> and shooting basketballs. And everyone comes in. And it, it, this is the, the uniform. 
So it's going to be like a 30 degrees plus humidity day. You come in with like long ass basketball shorts that go past your knees. You, I hate those. <laughs> yeah, but this this immigrant shit, bro. You have to. And then you have to have. <laughs> then you have to have a, a dirty ass tank top, preferably white, so that you can see the dirt stains and shit, right? All and then day, you have another day. tank top on your head as a like as a turban slash, um, like sweatband, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and you have to come in flip flops. You have to play basketball in flip flops. You can't wear your basketball shoes and shit. And all we do all day <laughs> is we argue. We do all the worst fouls, but we like, bro, I didn't do no foul, man. What are you saying? <laughs> we argue, and then we get mad at each other, and then we we make it, we kick it back and have a cigarette. There you, you go. Do that? Honestly, but that's a beautiful thing. What you just described there. Think about that's a typical it. How many day. places in the world? Do you think stuff like that happens? We're just like all those races that you said, yeah. just getting together, just shooting the shit. Yeah, like, and arguing and shit, and then like selling over a cigarette, you know? Yeah, but like, I, I feel like there's not many places that that happens. And you like, always have your Maybe one in the boy. States a little bit, but like, they're pretty racist out there. Like, I feel like here, yes, don't get me wrong, people are, there's racist people everywhere, but like. Well, it depends, because like where I grew up in the States, New York, uh, it wasn't like, like it was even more community driven. Like, like, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. It was a culture shock because when I came here, I'm like, yo, this is mad white people. And also the fact that um, there wasn't that much, like, it was a way less dense city. I thought I was in the countryside. I was like, shit, where's the, where's the cow, horses, and all that? You know? <laughs> okay. And then growing yeah. up, like, let's say when I hit 18, 19. When I hit 19 is when I worked, started working downtown. So okay. I told myself that, yo, I love it here. It reminds me more of New York, even though I didn't grow up in like downtown New York. No one does. Unless if you got like, if you're a multi-billionaire. But um, yeah, exactly. I, I grew up in Queens. But it still reminds okay. me more of Queens because there was more lively. There was more things happening than the West Island. West Island, it's like, yo, past... Um, like on a regular day before pandemic passed, like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock streets would be dead. You know, the only people you would have is like driving around in their car, their boys and smoking weed or smoking cigarettes. You'd have kids like on parking lots just chilling. Yeah, but that's the suburbs yeah. for you. But I was like, yo, this is boring as shit. I want to be somewhere where there's like block parties, this and that, blah, blah, whatever. Um, but... The older I get, the more I'm like, if I have to live in Montreal, I think I'm going to stick to the West Side. I don't mind working downtown because that's where all the opportunities are, especially yeah. in the field that I want to go into. But like, if it really came to like having to live somewhere, it would be the West Side. I don't see myself uh, living downtown, having to like live close to work and all that noise and shit. I'd be tense, yeah, I stressed agree. out like all the time. I totally agree. Like, that's why I like the South Shore. Like, I, I also love Montreal. I used to always say, yeah, yeah, I want to move back to Montreal. But now that I drive and I work, I'm like, oh, it's so much yeah, more convenient living like in the it. suburbs. You know? And yeah, plus, like, exactly. living in the West Island or South Shore, I feel, I know to, like, our downtown friends, it's corny, but every time you go downtown, it makes it more exciting. Like, oh, shit, I'm going to town tonight. Or yeah exactly it makes it a bit more interesting imagine you live downtown montreal and it would become boring then what would you do exactly. to have fun and then to like you know you'd be excited to go downtown but then all your downtown friends are like okay whatever like we live here i'm like exactly that's why to us it's exciting but yeah, you ever notice how exactly. like your downtown friends never want to come to the south shore or um west island yeah, for sure. The people who live in the city think that the South Shore, well, basically anyone who doesn't live in the West Island or anyone who doesn't live in the South Shore think that the South Shore and the West Island are on the complete other sides of the planet. Yeah. Like they think we live in another country. Yeah. We're, well, by car, we're legit like 20 to 30 minutes away. Yeah, bro, it's not bad. Yeah. Like it's traffic is what kills it. It's getting through Montreal to get to each other. No, I swear, with it. the new REM trains, I'm going to make them come down uh, to the West Island. I'm like, fuck that. It's 15 minutes away. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, ah, it's crazy, Montreal, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, man, I think that's uh, I think that's one for the books. Yes. What do you think? I think uh, that's good. I think uh, I hope you guys, you know, got to find out about me. 
you know i don't know if they found out enough about you what do you think i i feel like they found out a, g- a healthy amount of both of yeah. us all right you know how we're just chilling eating Shit, talking shaking, loving fucking yeah <laughs> talking about shitting <laughs> podcast <laughs> dude i always wanted to like i hadn't i remember before getting into this podcast i wanted to do a podcast where i literally legit shit. just spoke about shitting shooting the shit yeah. 